guys welcome to the one life podcast here with ray he's got a business currently running this year right yes sir uh how far in are you uh about nine months now nine months and it's water into wine correct water to wine yes, what sir. is water into wine uh so water to wine is, is the uh water to wine or water uh to wine yeah water to wine okay water to wine so we, we offer private sommelier services, which is just wine tastings, wine events, charcuterie boards. I love charcuterie. Anything wine related. My wife does all the creative stuff and I just I, I just get to teach about the wine. So um, so she, she preps the food and thing, does she? Absolutely. Uh, and so, she displays it nice and pretty, yes. which guys generally are bad at, right? Yeah, if it was up to me, it would just be a plain black tablecloth. Yeah, and, yeah. You'd be serving yourself. But, but she, she's the creative mind behind the whole thing. And okay. I just cut the cheese. That's interesting. Yeah. So nine months in. So what, what makes you start a business like this? Obviously, there's a passion there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, you know, when I when I was in my early twenties, uh, to to take it way back, uh, actually I was I was addicted to coke and, and I was an alcoholic. So um, after about three years of that, I got sober for for well over a year. Uh, I met my wife. Um, I found my faith, and and uh, that's that's where the, where the name Water to Wine comes from. So it was like a it was a bad thing, and then one little thing to another good thing to another good thing. Exactly. Gotcha. Can I? Do you mind if I ask you what? How do you fall in that trap in the first place? Um, like what age was it? Was something gone wrong? Was it? I lost. I, I lost a son when I was uh when I was nineteen years old. Uh, so oh, yeah. Gotcha. So okay. this is, you know so, so so when I was young and that kind of spiraled into a lot of uh, a lot of really bad seasons in my life. Um, and you know I, I was I was obviously already drinking. I just kept drinking more and more, and then experiencing more loss and more more defeats and 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 more uncertainty about my own life. Uh, so I was I, I used alcohol as as a uh, um, it was like a mask in a way like just yeah, to keep exactly. your mind off it exactly so it was a band aid and then that turned into band aid yeah word. okay I, I, that 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 turned into me you know doing coke and then that was just occasional until it wasn't occasional anymore and then it was every day so was it just um, like when you're high or when you're drunk you didn't think about it and then when you came down it would have come straight back to your mind that would be the first thing. Oh yeah. So you'd have to like stick that band-aid back on it. Is absolutely. That, yeah. That's, that. how, how do you how do you deal with that? What is the right way to deal with that? I, I couldn't imagine. I got a daughter. I couldn't imagine yeah. how to deal with that. Man. Nor um, where nor where would you want to where would you go? Who would you see? Like, did you have family around you? Like uh, I, you know, I have family, but I, I didn't I, I didn't have a solid foundation in my family. Uh, a lot of a lot of my family was just it was kind of a, a safety net. So I would I would go out, I'd make a lot of mistakes, and then I, you know, I, I would have my folks to bail me out, or I have, you know, cousins and brothers and people that that were willing to, you know, come to my rescue or 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 give me money because I was I was being irresponsible. You know, mm. I wasn't really dealing with with what I needed to deal with. Which, were were which you working? Were you making money? Oh yeah, I was working, so I was I was you know semi functional. But you I just bought all your money and just and just mask it. Yeah, absolutely. Could. At the at the peak of it, um, I was I was doing Uber full time. So I okay. would I would like run up, you know, a, a, a couple grand or something in, in Uber over a few days, just work, you know, 12, 13 hours, make a make a bunch of money, pay my bills for a week, and then I would go pick up and go on like a three day bender. Uh gotcha. And yeah. then you okay. Yeah. So that that job kinda kept you afloat, but also kept you exactly kept you in it. Yeah. You whereas you didn't have a uh, true responsibility where you're gonna get fired or call in or get late. Exactly. You're working on a schedule. You have to, yeah. So, so that that kind of yeah. So I yeah. I found a way to make sure that 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 um 
in theory, nothing bad was going to happen, right? That okay. I, I would be okay. And, you know, it's kind of the worst way. What What was the turning point? What was? Did he get in trouble with the law? Did he go too far one time? Was he close to, like, ODing? Like, what yeah. was the turning point? Um, you know, I met my wife uh, at the time. She, she was just a friend, March of 2019. Um, she 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 has a, has a big face, so she was going to church. So I, I went I went with her. Where'd you meet your wife? Uh, here in Vegas. Like through a friend? Oh, on Bumble, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, so I keep enough. hearing success stories about these online platforms. Funny enough, man. You know, they 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 kind of get a bad rap, but but you just never know. Mm. You know How saying? old are you? Don't mind me asking. Uh, Twenty-seven. Okay, so you're you're pretty young. I'm forty-two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the whole online thing is still a little bit like different for me. Yeah. Meeting your lifelong partner. Yeah. But I mean, at your age, it's I feel like it's super common. Yeah. I mean, I never expected it, right? But, but yeah, you, know, you just it, it just happens the way it happens. So. But I mean, your process of elimination, like certain things you like, don't like, you yeah. can eliminate. Rather than going on fifty dates to find out exactly. what you can find out in two seconds. That's right. <laughs> so you bumble. You you. What did you do first date? Uh, first date, we went to um, Sofrito Rico down there on uh, Charleston and and what Decatur. Is that? What restaurants? Puerto, Puerto Rican food. Okay, yeah, nice. It's like I one love of the two in the whole nice. <laughs> in the whole town. Yeah, man. We went there. Um, she worked at the Mirage, so we we thought about going to a Beatles love show. Skipped that, and okay. She just took me to some ice cream place at the Link. Uh, gotcha. Ghirardelli, I think. And then she was quite uh, religious, and she kind of—I'm guessing she had a life to, uh, together a bit better than you did at the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So she, you know, had, had a, she had a great job, good car, great credit, all the, the whole nine yards. You okay. know, she was the whole package, and here she was with this this guy, you know. And uh, so, so I started going going to church with her um, a couple of times a week. You know, I I, I received a prophecy one time, and God was just telling me that that um uh, that I'd be in a dangerous situation, others would get hurt, and I wouldn't, and you know, kind of brushed it off. Um, that was the, but the, the first time I ever, ever went to a church, um, you know, as an adult. Um, so you didn't grow up religious with no religion? No, nah, my like parents that. were, were one way and the other, you know, my dad okay. kind of didn't care. My mom talked to us a little bit about it, but didn't model it. Okay. Know? Yeah. I didn't grow up with any religion, so I'm not for it or against it. I just didn't grow up with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you, you're in the same boat. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. My, my parents were big proponents of just, you know, Hey, make your own decisions and, and decide for yourself. Mm. So that was Absolutely good, and I'm right. and I'm I'm right there with them. Okay. So uh, so I'm 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 going with her, and you know that was March of nineteen, and then in June of of nineteen, uh, while I was driving, I was doing Uber, um, got into a car accident, and I was the only one that didn't go to the hospital, and uh, oh damn, yeah. So, so I remembered that moment, you know. Whose whose fault was it? Um, on paper it was my fault. Okay. But. It's the whole thing. Yeah, he say type thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. You know, I was just trying to make a left. This guy was coming out the wrong way. You know, so uh, me trying to adjust oncoming traffic. You know, the guy, the guy hit me. So. And you don't get were you hungover or anything like that? No, like, I I, just... I never drank and I, and I never used when I was when I was driving. Okay, when I was so at you're, work, you're, I was all business. you're good to. Okay, yeah. it's just sheer bad luck. Yeah. yeah. And what was it about that that? Was it the fact you could have been injured or killed was like a wake up call or no, you know, so I, I, I just, I just remembered that moment when, when somebody, so when, when you receive prophecy, most of the time, it's somebody that doesn't know much about you, at least where we were going, you know, they didn't know anything about me and they were telling me like, Hey, this is what's getting ready to happen to you. This is where you're at now. And this is what's going to happen. So I, I kind of took that to heart. And I remembered that moment when I, when, 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 you know, God told me that, that you would, uh, um, you would, you would be in a dangerous situation and not get injured. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So like, here's, here's this time that's, that's happening to me. And, um, and then I kind of held on to that. So I, I went, uh, uh, I had to stop doing Uber and I ran out of money. Um, and I took the first job I could get, which was that tropical smoothie. 
Oh, it was okay. Yeah, so I'm making minimum wage, and yeah, my, yeah. my half of rent because I'm on the south side is like six six eighty. Yeah, you know, um, so I had just enough money for all my bills. So you just getting by. That's it. Yeah. You know, so I'm 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 not doing anything besides showing up to work, going home, you know, and and just just being at home. Not living, surviving. Yeah, exactly. I always talk about this. Just when surviving. you're making minimum wage, you're not living. You're no, surviving. not at all. Not at and all. You're counting down the hours. You're watching that clock tick by. You're mm -hmm. wishing your life away. Yeah. And that to me, that's not living. Yeah, man. I, I remember a moment where I had to uh, I had to find all the change I could get. To go to the grocery store and get some get, get something to eat because mm. I just I didn't have anything. And so, as bad as it is at the time, I I sometimes think it's a good thing to have to have lows like that. Oh yeah. Because then when you get above that, you never want to go back to it. Absolutely. If you never experience those lows, you never know. You never like I, my car's ran out of gas. My car's broken down. Mm -hmm. I've struggled to pay for food. I've yeah. this. I've that. But I remember those things for the rest of my life. Absolutely. And you can also instill that in your children, your family too. Mm -hmm to be more prepared and not make those mistakes. Yeah, yeah. But you got to go through that, right? Oh yeah, and, and something about those moments, you know, if if, uh, if you look at them the right way, they'll give you- The right way being a good way to put it. Yeah, exactly. Like if you look at them the right way, they'll give you a drive. You know, they, they'll give you mm. a, a hunger and a desire to, to know And they want to be back here. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, 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 I'm going to promise myself, you know, and there's going to be tough moments, right? Like you're, you're, you, you still might, might end up, you know, low on money and, and out of gas and all those things one day, but, but you know that you've made it out before. Mm, so, that's a good point. So, so like now, man, like, okay, so I've, I've already had to pay for food with change. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that my daughter doesn't have to do that. Mm. Right. But even if, if, if it does get there, I, I know that, that I'm, I'm capable of doing whatever I have to do to make sure she eats too. Yeah. I you like know? that. I had a guy the other day and he's um, super successful going through massive problems with his business. Yeah. But he goes, I liked it because it taught me how tough I could be oh, yeah. and how relentless I am. And if I go through this again, I know I'm going to be fine. Absolutely. And I feel like you got to have highs and lows to, to get the strength to realize that you're going to be okay. Yeah. Things are always going to work out eventually. Of course. But at the time, it feels like the world's upside down. Everything's against you. Mm -hmm. But it takes practice and resilience and experience to... To develop that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how'd you go from? So what happened for Tropical? You're at Tropical Smoothie, just surviving. Yeah, you're with your you're with your girl at the time, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. So is was it her gave a kick on the butt? Like what what made you step up, and how'd you step up from there? Yeah. So before I got in my accident, she she left me because she was tired of dealing with me and seeing me strung out and and miserable and sad, and she's like, yeah. You know, I, I care so you're still you. drinking the stuff when you're with her. Yeah, I was. Okay. I was still drinking from the time I met her to, to June. So she saw me at, at the at the the very end of it, which was also the, the very worst of it. Okay. So for about three months, you know, and um, uh, so so she left me. She broke up with me. It's like, hey, uh, I can't I can't do this anymore. But she would still, and she wouldn't talk to me. It's it's a, a weird moment, and she doesn't like when I share this part. But she wouldn't talk to me. She would pick me up twice a week after I um. Uh, after I, I got in a car accident, no car, uh, she would pick me up Sundays and, and Wednesdays to go to church. Oh, would she? Yeah. That's, so, that's so pretty she, amazing. Yeah. So she was faithful in that, you know, and uh, that's, she's, that's she's the best still thing there she for you. Yeah, absolutely. She just didn't want to be with you. Yeah. But she, that was your, also your own fault, wasn't it? Exactly. And you, and <laughs> exactly. you probably understand that 100% now. Yeah. Did you understand it at the time? You just didn't know how to about, didn't know how to change that? Or were you? I was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't mad at her. I mean, I, I, uh, um, I, I, Usually, like after a breakup, it would take me a couple of weeks. I don't know how long it takes everybody else. Maybe a couple of weeks, and I'll be over it. And then I couldn't get over her, you know. So Which I was is like, a good man. sign, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like... after that couple of weeks, I said, "Man, I'm, I'm gonna get sober." So I stopped, uh, stopped doing coke first, and then I stopped drinking, um, like the early July. 
after I got the job, I stopped drinking. How were you affording to do this if you're like just getting by? Um, I mean, that's got to be expensive. Like, yeah, I had I had a uh, I had a few bucks left over, and I remember having to go pay my rent. And uh, I, I went to the PTs and I played keno because that's that's what I was always doing. Okay. When I was when I was drunk and high, I played keno and I won enough money to pay my rent, and then I had a little extra. So yeah, but how'd you do that on a consistent basis? Oh, uh, like I mean, you, even you, after, you, like you mean before my car accident. Yeah, just in general, if you're just getting by, you work a minimum wage job. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you uh, how do you keep your addictions, but also just pay yeah. pay regular day bills? So I, um, after the accident, I was working minimum wage. Um, I, I I was only using and, and drinking for another another two weeks because that's all oh, okay. I could afford. Gotcha. Yeah, after that, you know, I got this job, and that, that's uh, every, okay. So the Uber was. Like, and yeah. they before that was fine. Exactly. Gotcha. So, so like that car accident, losing that car was, you know, one of the best things that had happened to me, and it was, it was a, it was a key turning point. You Kicked know. you out of your job that you were using to exactly uh, pay for your addiction. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Yes. So I, I got sober in July, and uh, you know I moved up all the way to GM at, at Tropical Smoothie. Uh, got my own store and, and, and stuff like that. And uh, you know my wife didn't care. That's her name. She didn't talk to me. Um, but uh, as I as I got sober. Did you tell her you got sober, or you just kind of like just like? I told her. Okay. I, I told her, you know, everything that I that I was. Uh, well, I guess you're seeing her twice a week too, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're probably talking to her a little bit. I was talking to her. She just wasn't talking to me. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So she really liked you then. Yeah, that's, that's what she says. I, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't really sure. But, what's uh, What's she saying you? You think? I don't know. That that takes a that takes a pretty special person, I think. To, oh yeah. To see the best out of you when you're at your worst. Yeah. And just still stay that like. Man, it was, Especially uh, in Vegas, I couldn't tell you many people would do that guy or I'll go. No, and 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 you know it's it's uh it's crazy because you know it, it's in her nature mm. to to run when things get hard, you know. And I'm not I'm not talking bad about her because I, I tell her this no, no. all the time, you know. But so you guys kind of connected from day one in a way, probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's that interesting. Way. And we, I mean, just we're like polar opposites, you know, in 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 attitude and and uh, and everything else. Yeah, you know, it's like. I don't, she she wasn't she wasn't what I thought I I would uh, I would I would go for you know, she was my type I guess yeah that's yeah. interesting yeah so how how long were you sober before she's like hey like this guy is really making a change and he's sticking to it sober for about three months oh wow and then and then so we got made, back together she made you work for it yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> you know and as 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 I grew in my faith and as I as I uh, as she saw that I was being consistent you know and and I wasn't using and I didn't want to um, and I was pursuing her. You know, uh, she she the car rides got longer, and then she would talk to me, and we would okay. sit outside and, and just kind of chat. You know, that's uh, it was a, a long gradual um, uh, relationship that was rebuilt. You okay, know, from that's, scratch. That's pretty amazing. Though. Yeah, it was great. Huh? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> did um did you was it hard to just go cold turkey and just stop? What like how, how do you what do you tell someone going through that? How I don't think it's it's hard enough to give up cigarettes. Never mind like that type of addiction. Yeah, you know, I think um, I think you need um, need a foundation in something else because you're you're not you're not your addiction. So the foundation being like the church and the religion. Is it doesn't that... have to be that. I mean, oh, but for you, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, for 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 me, that's what it was. Okay, that was helpful. You What's know? some other examples of a foundation that um, somebody could use? You know, so I believe that that we will call people addicts, you know, and and that makes it their identity. So whatever whatever foundation you choose, your 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 identity has to be that foundation. You're not an addict. You're a person who's struggling with an addiction. 
as a, as a guy I look up to, I can't remember his name. And he's talking about like, uh, if you're a, if you're a smoker, you're trying to quit. And you say, James uh, Clear. It's in Atomic Habits. Or, uh, or, oh no, that's no. There's another guy. It's a it's an English guy, and he's like, rather than saying, um, I'm an ex-smoker, mm-hmm. he's like. I'm a non-smoker. Yeah. I don't smoke. Yeah, I don't smoke. So rather than relating back to I used to do it, saying, yeah. hey, this is my new identity yeah. and you're not relating to that old identity. Exactly. And it's very simple, but it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're touching on, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 so important, man, because if you, you know, if, if all you see yourself is as, as an alcoholic and then or an ex-alcoholic like, yeah, or, or ex-alcoholic. I used to have an addiction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I even even the way I talk, like I don't ever say when this happens or if this happens. I'm like, I'm always like 100% committed when I when I say something. Yeah. When my business is successful, mm-hmm. this is how it's not uh, if and when or why. It's like no, yeah. this is fact. I'm gonna make this happen. Yeah. I'm 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 taking the word try out of my vocabulary for that. Try same being a good reason. one. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like, like you know I'll talk to people and they're like because I just quit my job. And they're like oh what are you doing now? Oh I'm gonna I'm just trying to build better habits. You know, and, and I'm going to build better yeah, habits. I'm building myself. better habits. Exactly. Yeah, I These love that. I, that. I am doing. I live and breathe that too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, man, I I believe you know you're you're in a situation like that. You need you need a you need a different identity. You need a firm foundation in, in something, um, something that is not you know what you, what you what you use, and um, uh, you need a support system. Mm. You know, uh, in my case, I had Kiera who, you know, the, the way that she served me in that time was she would pick me up and, and take me to church. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe you have somebody that, that serves you by, by, by way of just checking in, you know, mm. having a coffee with you every day or coming by and talking with you. Just so many, whatever maybe. It is. I feel like a lot of people don't even have someone they can call half yeah, the time. So absolutely. just someone you can call. Yeah. How your environment? Were you... Did, like were you doing this by yourself? Were you out with friends doing this? Um, so it was it was like the same two friends, you know. Okay, so uh, you had a bad environment. And yeah, you, were, you weren't helping each other. No, not at all. Okay, not at all. Except you know he the the, the guy that I was I was with most of the time, uh, his his um he he didn't have as much problem as I did. I mean I'm sure that he was still he I, I've seen him go a week or two and and not worry about not using. Right. So okay. It was more recreational for him. For me, it was medicine. Okay, you know? gotcha. Yeah. And how did you? Are you still friends with these guys? Have you got no, them? Okay, can't so be. You, yeah, that's that's what I want to touch on. Yeah. So, environmental being super important as far yeah. as how do you break away from that? Um, Is it going back to the support system? You know, I uh, it's 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 a tough conversation to have when you and, and you got to tell people, hey, I'm you know this is this is not who I am anymore. I'm not doing this. You know, and you and, say that to these guys. Yeah, so so I'm like, hey man, you know, I I, I stopped, I, I, I stopped using, and uh, you know, first couple of times they'll offer, and you know, see see if you take the bait or whatever it is, and and uh, after a while, like let's say, let's say you don't you, you don't drink, right? But but your your core group of friends drink. You decide, not I'm not a drinker. That's it. And uh, you know, you, t- typically you go out to the bar every week or to the club or whatever it is. You start telling people like, no, I don't drink or, or you show up and you don't drink with them. Um, they'll stop inviting you because mm. you don't fit into what, what they're yeah, trying to do. Interesting. Which yeah. is probably a blessing in disguise. Yeah, absolutely, that. man. I mean, if you yeah. want to, if you want to build a business, you know, you, you have to surround yourself with entrepreneurs, people that are, that are, you know, that, that are like-minded. Um, so if, if all, if all of your friends want to, want to do one, one particular thing and you're not a part of that, you're kind of odd man out now. 
Mm. You know, uh, that's yeah. I, I love what you're saying. I yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're on the wrong room. That's you why I quit out, my job, man. Yeah. You <laughs> hang out people who drink, smoke, go out on the weekends. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna go to the gym on the weekends. Yeah. They, you're gonna fall in that trap. And not necessarily that. that's a bad thing. It's just where do you want to be in life? Exactly. If you want more, you need to change that. Yeah. There's there's a quote I don't know who it's by, but he says there's a sum of uh, you are the sum of your five closest friends. Yeah. You know, so you, you look at everybody that's around you, you 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 are those people. Physically and financially. Absolutely. Yeah, that, um, just to touch on that, if you take your five closest friends, your mm-hmm. income, add it up, divide it by five, that's what your income is. Yeah, that's out. Point. You hang out with millionaires, you'll be the next millionaire. No, oh, wow. It's it's the same. It's, a there's word. a million different ways of putting it though, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. And like the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. You want to be around. And that's what I love about this podcast. I'm around mm-hmm. people who hustle, people yeah. doing better than me. People are making me accountable. I'm like, hey, I can do more. I can train more. I can eat better. I can yeah. work harder. Yeah. So this is my way of getting more around those people. I love it, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's great. You know, when I was at Total Wine just a couple of weeks ago, uh, actually Saturday was my last day. Uh, I got to a point where I, I was like, I was the wine guy. And that's that's cool. It's fun that people come in and they look for you and they, you know, they, they come to you, you know, because you know so much. But then I was like, man, I don't want to be the guy anymore. I want... Like I want to be the one going to someone else, you know. So what do you um, mean? Um, so I, I, I um, you want someone like waiting on you and serving n- you? No, no, no. I, I want, I want someone that I can learn from. Oh, okay, right? gotcha. Yeah. So like I had the opportunity to teach everyone at, at work and help them grow, you know, which was great. But, but uh, like if I'm trying to, try, I'm trying to go to the next level. I'm applying at places like Ada's and like Garagiste where they have, you know, uh, Psalms who have, you know, these certifications that, okay, have been, you know, what been doing it for a long time. I want to be around somebody that I that I can learn from. Yeah. You know, okay. I need I need another mentor. I don't want to I don't want to always be the mentor. You have to be mentoring someone and being mentored at all times. What's your opinion on that? Some people say to be around more successful people. Some people say to balance the both. So you're bringing people up, but you're also learning. What, what's your balance on that? I think it's both, man. You know, in the um, in the church, obviously we call it discipleship, but but you know they just recommend that you always um, uh, good good formula is always be learning from somebody and and be teaching somebody else. I like that. You know what I mean? Because because you don't want to be someone who just consumes and consumes and consumes all the time and doesn't give back. Or exactly. Help others. Yeah. There's a book called The Go Giver. Um, I, I may have read that. I definitely know the name of yeah, it. Bob Berg and John David Mann. You okay. Know, and it, it, it's it's a book that just talks about this guy that's in sales, and he's and he's about to get fired, has a really bad time, and his coworker is just like, got you know he's 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 uh, doing really well, and um, he he's his coworker comes in and he's like, hey, call this guy and and he'll he'll kind of give you some of his principles that I learned from him if he's willing to do that. Yeah. So he goes and he pursues this guy, and and um, and the, the the whole book is him him learning these five laws of uh, um, I think it's atmosphere of success or, or something something along those lines, but five laws of success, and and uh, four of them are what you can do for other people. I gotcha. You know, so um, uh, I I mean I I firmly believe that you have to have somebody in your life that's teaching you that you can learn from, gain wisdom from, somebody in your business. Whatever area it is you're trying to grow in, I think you need to find someone who has who already does it well consistently, mm. you know, and, and in real time. Because, I mean, I can go talk to Warren Buffett about money, you know, um, but but some of his some of his advice might be a couple decades old. You mm. see what I mean? So you want to talk with somebody like also the relatability too because he's so far beyond. Yeah. It's very, you're not financially educated on that level. So you need to be able to 
they always say to become to become a person of success financially mm. you need to become that person yeah which could be like financial education reading enough books self-educated mm. doing enough courses talking to enough people mm. it you can't like people who inherit or win money are broke within five years 80 yeah. percent of them are broke yeah because they're not fine they're not financially educated mm -hmm. So things like that, right? You need to become that person to be able to handle that amount of money. Or it's it's interesting that yeah, absolutely, and that, that's that's where some of the habits come in, right? You know, like these habits people, been huge. Yeah, you know, because you're you're already not good with money. You 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 inherited money or you won the lottery. That means you have a, a habit of trying to get money very quickly. Mm. Which is why it loses. Which is why you lose it quickly. Whereas yeah. I actually don't want to inherit money or win money. I want to do I it myself. Either. Yeah, I mean it'd be great. But, and I know but it like sounds. Said, I know it sounds weird, but I'd much rather do it myself. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know. Again, this is, we talked about earlier that that character building that you mm. know that that moment where you know even if it gets bad, I can do it again. Mm. I've gone through this before. I'm guessing you. You sound like you read. You sound like you yeah. like books. Yeah. Is that reading. true? Yeah. What do you read? What do you like? Um, what got you into reading? I love reading. You know, I, I read a lot as I as I grew up. Um, read a, a lot of different kinds of books. You know, um, currently reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yeah, uh, I, that's I, the yellow, uh, the orange cover, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. colorblind, so it looks yeah. peach to me. Oh, yeah. It's probably orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm currently reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. You know, I I, I try to read a mix of a. Uh, um, of uh, spiritual books, you know, uh, from my faith side, and also growth books. You know? Yeah, like um, business. Yeah, like like. What got uh, you? What got you into that? Does your wife read? My wife does not read. Okay. <laughs> she uh, well, she she she's not a reader yet. Okay. She reads. She doesn't. She doesn't uh read read as much as I do, but she's definitely um uh she she she's she's into it just just less frequently. Yeah. What what got you started? I I feel like it's. Once you get into it, it, it's an addiction and it's amazing. Oh yeah. But what what got you into that type of books and that type of reading? Um, was it when you started in faith? Was it before that? Uh, it was it was it was both. So you know, I I, I uh, I've always kind of had an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. So I discovered like John Maxwell at an, yeah. at an early age and and uh, and guys like that. Um, I read uh, the, the Go Giver when I was like nineteen or twenty, you know, and yep. I've referred back to it a few times. Uh, but I right right now I have I have a lot of guys that that um uh, that that are that are in my community, you know, uh, my my pastor and some some of the other guys that I go to church with, like they're they're big readers. And okay, we're always kind of challenging each other. You know, what are you, what are you reading right now? What are you what are you learning? And we're just really big. Um, so and, you got the right community. Exactly. Now. My yeah. core group of friends, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, they're, they're, they're all either business owners um, or they're, or, or they're, um, they're, they're leaders of some sort. How cool is that? So it's you went from great. friends, partying, addiction to like readers, yeah. business owners, entrepreneurs. Yeah. What, where is your life going to go? Positive or negative? Exactly. Guaranteed to go positive. Yeah. That's no, amazing. Hardest thing to do is to change your company, you know, because you mm. get, we get so comfortable with people and, and you know we, we we still love those folks right like everybody that i used it's, to it's not with. a personal thing no not at all not at all not at all and 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 you know if, if even if people want to believe that it is it, it's it's personal because it's for you anyway you know and if they if they don't want to come with you like i'd rather i'd rather not drag people along yeah yeah that's um how like for me i have certain conversations with certain people hey these are my business buddies these mm -hmm. are my fitness buddies these are my uh, you know whatever it is buddies mm -hmm. can you can you keep those buddies after having an addiction or is it easy just to just cut it yeah it's, chop the leg off and just never go back there it's um 
it's better to to just chop the leg off. Mm. You know, like uh, I'm, I believe life is about seasons. Okay. You know, so we're we're all moving into different seasons of so our life. So you've been there and done that, and that you have yeah. no reason to even touch on that. Go back to that. Exactly. You know, yeah, it's I, funny because I have zero interest in going out or partying or drinking or yeah, yeah, at all these days. Exactly, and yeah. and, and you know, and, but if, I've done it. I've been there. I've done that. Of course, mm. and 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 if all those people that you used to party and drink with, if that's all that they're still doing, you have less in common now. Yeah, you've not you've not much to talk about. Right, because they're not interested in hearing about what you're reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're not interested in hearing about, you know, some girl they picked up or exactly, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? It's, uh, I, I, I think as your as as your seasons change, you grow and your interests change, or you don't grow and you just stay where you're at. And mm. people around you leave, you know. So people take it really personally when folks, you know, stop talking to them, stop hanging out with them. But you really look at like, what does your life look like versus theirs? And, and does it even make sense for you to spend a lot of time together? Yeah, it makes sense. You know? a good way of putting it. Yeah, like yeah, you, so. you have a daughter, right? So, mm-hmm. so um, you know, when, when she was first born, like mine's almost a year old now, I find myself not hanging out with my friends who are either single or, or a, a married couple with no kids. Okay, Not as gotcha. much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, it's, it's, not only is it more challenging, but like, then again, the, 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 your, your days just look different. You know, yeah, so it makes more sense for me to spend time with with uh, things that couples with, with kids, yeah, you know, or okay. dads with kids. So no, that makes sense. Yeah. So have you? You've never run a business before? Uh, not officially, no. I gotcha. mean, you know, I was ten years old. I go mow lawns or whatever I had to do. Like again, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I, so I how's to, it going running a business for the first time? A lot of a lot of learning. Um, mm. You know, and that's that's uh, I'm I'm big just head first, man. Go in, you know, try it, see see what works. And uh, what what gives you the confidence to go in head first? What's the worst that can happen? Oh, I like that. You I know? like that a lot. Like, what, like, what is the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is it doesn't work out. Mm. You know? And then what? You get back up and try again, exactly. right? Exactly. I either do it again or I do something What's different. What's the worst thing? I like that. That's so simple but so powerful. <laughs> you know? and, and like we've all heard that, right? But I also add, you know, like what's the best case scenario? Mm. Like, like give me the worst and the best case scenario. Right Weigh now. him up, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Think about it. You know, like uh, like like my wife I was talking about earlier, she doesn't. Um, she she runs when things get hard. Um, we've we've had a lot of conversations about uh, committing to things, you know, and and just telling her like like she took a test when she was going to college and never went back to figure out what she got on the test. Gotcha. Okay. She just kind of dropped out. I said, well, she was, I was like, why not? She's like, I don't know. I didn't feel confident. I said, what if you passed with like a you know and got one wrong? He's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, you, you'll, okay. you'll never know, you know. And and uh, I, I made a commitment to my daughter that that um, I won't get to the end of my life, and and allow her to be able to say that that daddy didn't try his hardest. I you like know? that. Yeah, I, I want to. And, and being that. true to yourself and doing what you want to do. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I I th- I feel like it's like I feel like school in. School instills in us to do what we're told, mm-hmm. don't ask questions back, whatever you're told is fact, yeah. and just to fit into the cog, fit into the system. That's it. I mean, and you're not really taught, hey, you can self-educate, you mm-hmm. can work for yourself, you can set your own hours, you can make as much or as little as you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't work a lot. Yeah. I work very minimal hours. I try to outsource. I try to delegate. I try to do as least as possible because... Yeah. But it's hard because it goes against everything I've been taught to believe. Yeah. Everything I've seen my dad do. I saw my dad grind, work mm-hmm. 40, 60 hour weeks yeah, um, for just like normal wage. And now I realize you can sit back and make more money and read mm-hmm. and have podcasts yeah. and do what you want to do just by 
thinking different, acting yeah. different. But it, it, it takes us it takes time to break that to break that cycle. Yeah. Well we go through it for thirteen years at least. So Exa- 14, you're 15, literally you know? brainwashed in a way, right? Yeah. Like, and know? I'm not dissing school, but I'm dissing what school tries to Yeah. Well, you know, I make I, you I, I I think one of the biggest scams in 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 the US is the idea that that you need to to um to do every prerequisite that a college gives you um even if it doesn't matter mm. you know so like you have to take a math and a science and a, and a writing and all these things and uh like some of those might, might, might not be important i believe you should just be able to go to college take the take the classes that are that are um uh, directly related to your to your field of study and call it good because you're spending two years yeah. taking prereqs that, that that's you the, won't I didn't, use. I didn't go to college, but I read what I want to learn about. Yeah. Full stop. Exactly. Full stop. Library's free. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, audio. I do audio books. Cost me fifteen ninety nine a book. Yeah. And hey, I need to get better at marketing. Yeah. I'll read 10 marketing books. Hey, yeah. now Facebook ads. Facebook ad books. Whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah. I learn what I want to learn about for me and mm-hmm. whatever I need at the time. Yeah. Not what someone else is telling me I think I need. Exactly. And and podcasts are so readily available. And there's so many people out there that would love to to allow you to come work with them for mm. a couple hours a day. You know, I mean I've I've told people, listen, if 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 you want to get into media, call somebody and and ask them to teach you. You know, I I got a kid that was at my job. He's like, oh, I'm trying to get my CDL, but school the school is expensive. I said find a smaller company, like family owned because uh, my father-in-law does does a uh, he, he he drives trucks in Ohio yeah and and he always tells me he said if somebody wants to learn how to drive they can just come work with me for free I'll teach them how to drive and they help me run the load if you want to learn how to drive I'll help you get your CDL Perfect. and it won't yeah. cost you anything but time so you know and and, and a little I'm, bit of effort right yeah exactly I'm a big proponent of that there's there's ways to learn that that don't cost you any money yeah like you said just it's um Tony Robbins says it's not a lack of resources. Mm-hmm. lack of resourcefulness yeah and absolutely. that's always sticks with me just because yeah. this way doesn't work step back think bigger and wider think outside the box yeah there's always a way that's that's a, that's a great point you know in this in this book atomic habits james clear talks about you know um how how, how goals aren't as important as as uh, as your systems right mm, so by system by habits you mean yeah exactly so if your goal is to get here so he shares a story of of of, of the british cycling team um you know, back in the 1900s, they they were the worst. Some of the worst teams, and they, uh, there was a a, um, uh, a manufacturer that wouldn't even sell to them because they were so bad that they didn't want anyone to uh, know that they were selling gotcha. bikes to the British cycling yeah. team. It was it was tough. So he he talks about getting one percent better every day, and if you get one percent better uh, every day, I remember that. Yeah, you know, then 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 you're 37 percent better by the end of the year. Or no, it was it was 0.1 percent, something like that. Yeah, but just little baby steps, right? Yeah, exactly. So he started doing studies, you know, figuring out what are the best clothes for them to wear? What are the best massage oils for them to use that that bring the quickest recovery and all these different types of things? They even got the the right mattress for each individual rider to get the best sleep for, for, for for their body. So he was really focused on, like, obviously the goal is win the Tour de France. But how do you win the Tour de France? You break it down into smaller pieces. Like mm. every every little thing matters. Every you know every little thing you do, and every um, every action we take each day is a vote for who we want to become. I like that. Yeah, I like that. What are some of your habits that you've developed? 
Uh, so I'm, I'm, did you have any good habits like before you, a lot before, of bad habits? I, yeah. I still don't put but stuff talk, away when I'm done with it. Talk to me about the transition from bad habits into good habits. And then what are your good habits you have, you have today consistently? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still building those habits, but I'm, I'm believing consistency is going to be the, the key thing. Yeah. Uh, right now I, I try to make a couple of contacts a day. For, for, for these wine tastings that I'm doing. Just like reaching out to people? Yeah, reaching out to people, telling them what, what I'm doing. Cause like I'm, because DM, through social media or cold Phone calls. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Which is hard enough calls. on itself, isn't that? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to tell myself, like, you got to pick up this phone. I like I'd that. rather text them, but I, you got to call. It's a cop out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, they can ignore you, but you get somebody on the phone, it's, it's better. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to read every day. Um, Do you got a certain amount of pages you read, a certain amount of time? Nope, just read. Okay, just, just until you feel good. I got, a, I got, a, I got a ten month old, so you know, I, I read when I can, and uh, tell my wife the same thing. Like, you're not going to have a lot of time every day. Yeah. But there's going to be days where you have so much, you know. And uh, but, but I mean, you, you, that that five minutes, that one page that you read, that that, that might so, be what ah, you need in that moment. Dude, I couldn't tell you how many times a five minute drive. I'm like, hey, I'll just put something on, and I get yeah. a, a gold nugget. Oh yeah. It's just in my tool belt for the rest of my life. I'm That's like, it. I could have listened to the same song for a thousand. Hundred thousandth time, mm-hmm. or I got this one piece of information out of five minutes, and it's exactly. I got it forever. And and you know, if you if you started if you started that during an hour drive, you might miss it because it was in the very beginning. Well, that too, right? You know what I mean? Or so, if you're going through something else different in your life, you might not relate, or yeah, exactly. you know, when you read the same book ten times, you always get something new out of it because yeah. you're in a different point in your life. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think. Um, I don't, I don't believe in coincidences, right? So everything happens the way it happens for a reason, as a plan, you know. And and uh, so, the harder I work, the luckier I get, yeah, right? Like, exactly, you know yeah. that, that that type of thing. But but uh, um, you know, it's it's like that 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 moment, that five minutes. If you feel led to read in that five minutes or, or whatever it is, or do some push-ups, like it's going to matter. Mm. So so I you know I committed to myself that no matter what I do. Uh, I won't go to bed without reading, without exercising. Um, do you exercise in daily? Yeah, yeah, and, and it's not yeah. long, man. Ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm out of shape. Round is a shape, but you know, to most people, <laughs> I'm out of shape. <laughs> uh, so, but you know, you're doing something. Yeah, exactly. Which is more than most people. Exactly. Gotcha. So, you know, and it's just building that habit. So now I'm I'm, I'm used to exercising every day. So there's going to be days where I'm like, man, I could go longer. Yeah, you know, I can go longer than five or ten minutes, and and I will. So, so cold calling, you're reading, you're exercising. What other good habits are you doing? Oh man, um, trying to eat better, mm, eat better, sleep well. Um, good, you know, self control is is big. Uh, just portions. It's all mental. Yeah, it is. It it's is, mental. You know? Everything you're talking about is a mental state. Yeah, and, and eating and, is the biggest mental thing. And, and for us, it starts at the store. Right, so like we got, we get ice cream, but we got like the mini Hagen Dazs bars instead okay. of the big ones. <laughs> so you can like ration them. Yeah, you know, so like okay, I can have an ice cream, and it doesn't have to be this big whole, you know, huge yeah. tub. So it's uh, it, it, you know, I I don't I don't believe in in uh, in torturing yourself for 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 what you want. Mm. You know, for me, I always go back to the why. Yeah. The why for anything, especially when it comes to weight loss. Yeah. Why is this important enough for me to make the discipline and do the do the daily consistent habits. Absolutely. And for you, you're not obese, you're not like unhealthy. Mm. So why why have you got to lose that little bit of weight? Because um, you know you know what I'm getting at? Because yeah. you're fine. But yeah. you can be healthier. Yeah, yeah. So why what what is it? Is it this is affecting my relationship? This is affecting 
the my ability to play with my kid. Like like yeah. you gotta find a deeper meaning. Hey, yeah. I don't fit in a plane seat. You're obviously not <laughs> going through a lot of these problems. Yeah. So you gotta find something that is true to you. Yeah. Even for me, like I'm maybe twelve percent body fat, I'm two twenty five. I get it in better shape than most people mm -hmm. so i got to find even deeper why why does it matter for me to be in better shape yeah i've done this for 25 years i live and breathe this this is easy for me so yeah. how do i what makes me progress yeah you know what i'm getting at yeah absolutely it's got to be something very important oh of course because otherwise there's there's no reason to work for it or, or stay consistently with it yeah right? exactly and if it's for everybody else you know what's going to happen you're going to lose some weight Everybody will say, oh, great job, and then forget that. that mm. you, can, you know, that's it. It's but a, you got to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, it has, it has to be for you, mm. man, first and foremost. And that's what I've learned. Like, I used to do so much for other people. And those th those kudos and those thank yous, they they they, uh, they run out pretty quick. <laughs> Have you um heard Tony Robbins? Do you read much of Tony Robbins stuff? Uh, I took his disc assessment, and I, I, uh, I went through one of his um, uh, training programs with, a, with an old job. Have you heard him talk about, like, raising your standards? No. So what he says is, uh, you want to make more money, mm -hmm. raise your standard. Mm -hmm. So if your standard is, hey, I make $50,000 a year and you want to make more money, hey, I'm not settling for any less than 75. Yeah. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to make 75. Hmm. Same physically. Hey, I've been sitting around here. I want to be in better shape. My standard for myself has now been raised. Mm -hmm. I'm, going to tr I'm going to hold true to my standard. Yeah. And I really like that. That's always stuck with me. Yeah, it's so raising your standards personally for yourself. Yeah, it's, it's it's so important, man. And I think that that's that that's a big part of my my recovery too. Is that you know I wanted I wanted to get raising better. standards with that is yeah. a huge one, right? Yeah, I don't absolutely. want this anymore. I want better for myself. Yeah, exactly. You raise your standards because everybody else wanted me to stop stop you know and, and and quit a long time ago, but it wasn't until I was you had to do it for yourself, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. I was sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> so talk uh, so talk to me about your business itself. What do you what do you exactly do? Yeah, so um, so we we offer private sommelier services. So a sommelier is basically uh, there, there's no there's no clear definition depending on who you ask. Uh, you know you you're in the on the floor of a fine dining restaurant, um, but to me it's just somebody who manages a, a wine program or sells wine. So they okay. I, I consider myself uh, similar to a curator at a museum. Um, so but for wine, yeah, but for wine. So, so you know, so you're pretty knowledgeable on this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I still have so much to learn, and it's yeah. always changing, right? But, but my my whole vision for this business is just to facilitate an experience um, through wine, because I know I know a lot about it. There's a ton of stories and and really a romance that 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 comes with wine. For me, there's so much culture, and every every like Australia is so big on wine. Yeah, then you got Italy, you got all around the world, oh, all huge on wines. Yeah, and and you know every yeah. bottle takes you to a particular place and a time and, mm. and an area of the world. And you know I, I don't I don't I only get to travel through the bottles, but you know I I get to share so many stories and you're just hearing about you know like like in Australia there's there's a um there's a label called Molly Duker which means left-handed person in Australia. Okay. Um, and, and it's uh, uh, Dave and Sarah, uh, Sarah and Sparky Marquis, sorry. Okay. And they're both left-handed, and they're a husband and wife team that make wine together. Gotcha. That's interesting. And I mean, so like little stuff like that, it seems like nothing, but that that's... But that's a cool thing to know. Yeah, it's and a fun story. Do you find people are taking that information, and then, then they're at their next dinner party, they're mm -hmm. being the guru because they know this little bit of information. Yeah, exactly. And they're regurgitating <laughs> in their own words what you're taught them. Yeah. Now that's make them the wine connoisseur. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I like it, that. It creates talking points. It, yeah. it makes it a little more fun. You know, and, and wine is different from spirits because 
typically you're drinking wine you're not trying to get somewhere quick right yeah um, as opposed to you know we're, you're we're, enjoying yeah, it yeah we're, we're getting like 1942 classic whatever else like this is for social media but 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 with wine you know we're sitting there it might take you 10 15 20 minutes to to finish one glass you know but in the meantime what what are you doing while, while the wine's still in the glass for it's empty you're talking and you're eating and you're sharing and all these things so so is it uh, small groups, big groups? Does it depend? Um, I usually try to have have about eight people. If it's a if it's a private party, I have one coming. It's pretty up. personal, then. Yeah, pretty personal okay. usually. But I've also taught groups of of forty. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're doing wine tasting. You're educating them on the wines mm-hmm. and the history of the wines, and then you're also supplying like food, which is like the cheese platters and yeah. the meats and all that delicious exactly. stuff that I love. Uh, <laughs> we also cook. My wife bakes, so sometimes we'll do desserts. You know, we we'll, we've done. Uh, I've I've partnered up with with a with a private chef friend of mine who's now in Miami. Uh, okay. But chef Vincent Watts, we we've done a couple wine dinners together. You have like complimentary food desserts to go with those type of wines too, exactly, which yeah. I know nothing about. Oh, but but I, but I do right. Yeah, so yeah. But I know I know it's the science there, right? <laughs> yeah, no. It, a lot of it is just is science and chemicals. You, you okay. Know I mean, the, the food is wine. This complements so. this. This compliment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, t- to me, wine is food, so they work together. You know, they're they're, they're synonymous. You know, you talk about Italy. You mentioned it earlier. Um, they 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 make wine to go with food, like a lot of Europe. Okay, you know? interesting. Yeah, but there's 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 wines that are great by themselves with food uh, or both, and, and um, you know, so I I really fit a mold into whatever event uh, someone is doing. I mean, I can show up poor and be quiet, you know, or mm. or I can do an entire class on on whatever somebody wants. And I'm guessing you're super passionate about this. Oh, I love it. Really, I love it. Do you just get on a high there when you're like talking this stuff? It's like when I do this, I get on such a natural yeah. high that I'm like, I love this stuff. Oh, it's great. I mean, I, so you I, love going to work, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I think um, my favorite part about it is is the aha moments that people will have because I'll, I'll talk to people. Oh, I only like this, or I don't like this kind of wine, or all these things, right? And and like, if, I don't know, I don't know if you drink wine, Brendan, but not a wine drinker. No. How do you like your coffee? Black, because okay. it's healthy. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm very boring. No, no. But it's my I'm, it's my good habits. I drink black coffee too. Okay. I, I, I love black coffee because there's a lot going on in coffee. It doesn't just taste like coffee. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Especially when you get like a cold brew or nitro cold brew. Yeah, or exactly. Infused or... Yep. So okay. So you know, if 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 you don't drink wine, but you tell me how you typically eat or what flavors you you, you tend to lean toward, whether healthy or not. There's a wine out there for you. Okay. You know, and and, and I love that about wine is is um even pairing it with food. Like uh, I did one with the sweet wine, uh, and most people don't don't like sweet wine if they've been drinking it longer than ten minutes. You know, they they want it. They want to go to the big bold stuff. But like sweet sweet wine and spicy food go well together because because heat loves sweet and they kind of balance heat each other sweet. out. Sweet. I like that. Yeah. It's catchy. Yeah. You know. So um, so. This, they 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 had this this the sweet wine with this uh um uh pepper pepper cheese it wasn't pepper jack it was something else oh smoky fontina smoked pepper fontina okay so so the rind is all peppered and it's and it's uh it's kind of hot and then this wine is sweet you have them together and and they they change completely i love saying the passion in you when you talk about this oh man it's, you it's, can uh, you can live and read this i yeah, love this so much fun man like i said i'm just curating the experience and uh um i'm i'm what's I, your I, wife do while you're doing this is she just kind of like keeping everything running like food wise and she uh she she, she sets everything up um b- beforehand and then sometimes she'll participate most of the time she just kind of hangs back does whatever she's doing does read, she know much about book. wine like you do is she learning no, is she passionate about that's, it that's this is what i love about wine too is is like i want to know everything 
and she only cares about whether whether she thinks it tastes good, you know. And I and I love that because we can have the same amount of fun at a wine tasting, because that's two different ways. Yeah, that's the only that's yeah. the only important question in wine is do I like this? You know, everything else is is not necessary. That's interesting. Yeah. What uh what type of people are you getting? Like what age are they? Males, females, couples, bachelorette parties. Dude, everybody, and and especially. Are you getting like like early 20s as well like you're getting young people or is it because it's wine it's more like mature audience um you know i I think a lot more young people are are interested in wine especially because you know most of us um in the states we start drinking at like 15 or 16 yeah so you kind of wear yourself out you know and and uh, i think the 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 culture is just kind of shifting and you see athletes like lebron james is in wine Dwayne wade has a wine and and uh, oh really okay. yeah you know and, and there's a lot of steph curry and and his wife does he really yeah they, they have domain curry in napa so there's a lot of guys uh cj mccollum um uh charles woodson you know okay. football player i mean you, you could go on but there's a lot of athletes and celebrities that that, that people look up to I suppose they're big they're, they're big influences in our lives you see them drinking wine and, you know, and, and like LeBron, kid from Akron, Ohio, I don't know how many people from Ohio are really super into wine, but you see that and you're like, oh, well, you know, if, if he drinks it, then. then so that's helping more the young generation get into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Exactly. So, so who was who your main, like, who was the main people? Is it just everybody or do you have a sudden demographic that you're generally coming to? You know, I think it's a good mix. Um, uh, I, I, uh. I, my contact list is full of people that are that are close close to my age, but I'll, but I've also served and taught people that are you know in their fifties and sixties. How does someone go listening to someone in the twenties if they're like a wine guru and they're in their fifties? Yeah. They give respect. There's a little bit of snobby. I think wine. I think snobbiness. Before Gary Vee came along, yeah. I feel like wine had a quite a snobby appeal about it. And it still does, you know, and, and I don't, um, I'm, I'm trying to break that barrier down because uh, there's a, there was a statistic I read that like three out of four people or 70, 70, 75% of adults are intimidated by wine, mm. you know, and that's, that's sad because you shouldn't be because, you know, there's, there's also different and, but it's people that create that intimidation it's about years ago, status. right? Yeah, yeah, you know. Do you know? Yeah, Gary Vee. You watch yeah, his stuff, like wine, wine library TV. Yeah, like that's exactly what he did. Like he had a lot of haters for doing that, but yeah. that's why he did it to break that stigma, and so everybody Absolutely. could be educated on it. Yeah. So you're you're just passing that on. That's doing it. the same thing. Yeah, I'm just kind of fitting that mold. You know, when I started working at Total Wine, I would hear a lot of things um, along the lines of, "I know it's cheap, but," or, "I I, I know it's not good, but this is my favorite wine." Like, so who cares what it costs and that's, yeah, how that's... complex it is. So that, that really, like, at first it confused me. Why would you think that? And then I realized what would cause people to think that. Because if you're in the wrong room and you say you like X wine, people might turn their nose up at you. That perception. That, that I don't yeah. care about that. You know, I, like, for me, I like interesting before I like good. I want something different. You know, so I, okay. I go go get coffee and, and like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let me try that. Even mm. if I don't like it, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I gave it a shot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's right. different. You know? Absolutely. There's so many wines out there. Mm-hmm. So how do you prep for it? Is it a party? What do you, how do you describe what you actually do you event? What's um, the right name for it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, like, I, just, I just call them wine events. It depends. Wine event, you know, yeah. Because you, you can, we can have a dinner, we can have a tasting, we can have a party, whatever you want to do. So how do you prep for that? How many wines you bring? Is it different? Is it the types? Is it more expensive? Is it cheaper? Does it yeah. Can people request? Like, there's a lot of moving parts there. Absolutely. Uh, you know, most of the time people kind of give me 
creative freedom. Like I'm, I'm building trust before anybody okay. ever hires me for a party. They need to know that a, I know what I'm talking about and B that, that, that I'm going to give them the experience that they want. How, how have you built that trust? Have you got an online presence where you're doing this publicly? Like? Um, I'm working on my online pre presence. A, a lot of it is, is, uh, um, you know, t teaching at work or just, uh, talking to people, uh, through my job and serving them there. Okay. Um, you know, and, and once, once people realize, you know what you're talking about in regards to anything, mm. they'll, they're, 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 they'll kind of open up a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. So the, I mean, the way I build the party is just, just ask, you know, some questions of, of, uh, whoever's hiring me, like what's, what's your vision? for the party what what's the goal what are we doing how do i fit into that do you kind of find out the age and type of people coming or it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter so to me interesting yeah so um you know i uh, we already talked about you know, like you're the sum of your five closest friends so somebody's having a wine event right and they're inviting their friends i'm gonna I'm going to assume, for the most part, that they're about at the same level. As the person on the client. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe even similar taste and those those type of things. Okay. So as long as I please the host, everybody else is just going to be happy to show up and, okay. and drink. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. What's some of the What's some of the coolest events you've had? Like, if you had some really big ones, have you had like anyone famous? I haven't had anybody famous um, yet. Yet. <laughs> I haven't had anybody famous yet. You know, I've. Uh, um, I, I got to do a, a, a Galentine's for a friend of mine. What is that? Uh, so it's, it's it's like a Valentine's Day party with just girls. girls okay. You know, yeah. So Are they single girls? Uh, no, they, 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 they weren't all single. Some, some of them were married, yeah. Okay, interesting. So a um, friend That's of mine. A cool, that's a cool thing to market. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so she hired me for it. She called and said she, she's an event planner. So she wanted to do a Galentine's for her and her friends. Okay. And, uh, and she was like, I know you do the wine thing, so I want you to come. And... Um, we started talking about you know what her vision for it was, so this was kind of interesting because she gave me some buzzwords. Uh, it was like raunchy, sexy, classy, and a couple others. Okay. Sensual and something else. Uh, so she gave me like like six buzzwords, and she said, "Find wines that taste the way these words interesting sound." You know You're that, like, that fit these descriptions. Challenge for me. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, like raunchy, I got like this earthy wine. You know, for for sensual, I got like this chocolate wine. It was a dessert one. You know, that's cool. That type of thing. Classy, I, I did a, I did a champagne. You know, okay. stuff like that. So that was a that was a fun one. Um, I got one on Friday. We're doing like all Pinot Noir, which is one grape, but it's so different if you go to different parts of the world. Okay. You know, so um, yeah, I mean, I I, I think uh, there's endless endless amounts of ways that you can you can uh, build build a menu for your mm, for your party. That's interesting. Are you, are you going to them? Uh, where do you where do you host Usually these? Usually, I got, I go to them if they hire me. Um, most of the time, uh, I'm, I'm I host at, at my home. You know, we'll, oh, do, you we'll really? do up the backyard. Yeah. Oh, cool. Decorate the table and stuff. And and uh, a lot of a lot of those photos of how that looks are on my Instagram. So, okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm I'm open. You know, and I have enough friends around the city that if I ask to borrow somebody's backyard or or, uh, or dining room, that I might be able to make that, something that's happen. That's cool. How's your how's your marketing going? How's it work? Your social, your online presence, your social media. Um, Who's in charge of that? Are you doing a good job? I'm in charge of it. I'm not doing a great job, but it's because uh, you know I haven't I haven't uh, made the effort to, to to learn as much as I need to learn. Um, well, you're also running the party, so it's got to be hard to like sit there and take photos when yeah that's, when you're the person. That's something hosting. that that. Uh, Chef Vince told me, he said, he said you just got to take a moment to pause. And, and he mm. was bad at it in the beginning, too. He said, I just had to remind myself, take photos of what you what you made, what you created, you know, and document. Mm. Document, right? yeah. yeah. You know, something that, that I learned from Gary Vee. Sonny talks about it a lot, you know, who's on your podcast. And, and uh, 
it's documenting everything. Yeah. I'm learning to do that. I mean, if we open a wine on a Tuesday and I have it with dinner, snap a couple photos, now I have content. You know? Yeah, or even just building out momentum before the party on Friday, right? Like, yeah. This is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm looking at. I'm this That's one, a good this point. one. I don't do that one. <laughs> yeah, I like my 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 mind's just going like million yeah. ideas coming out there. Yeah, are you getting um, testimonials, things like that, at the party from from customers? Hey, how was your experience, or what was your favorite wine? Or yeah, you know, I I, I try to engage uh, as the party goes on. So you know, I'll I'll, I'll talk about uh, usually I'll do like five wines, anywhere between four and six. I think is a good good uh, good amount. You know, I got an idea. Um, there's a you watch you use TikTok or not? No. Oh, you need to get on TikTok. My wife uses TikTok. All right. So you tell me I'll before we meet again, you need to get on TikTok. You need to get your business on TikTok. All right. But there is a uh, this guy with cookies. Okay. And he walks around in a public space and he gives out cookies to customers and he films their reaction. Mm-hmm. So he makes the cookies, but he films it. Oh wow! So what you could do sometime at your party is you could give someone a tasting and literally film their reaction right there and then. Oh, that's cool. And that's just organic, real footage I like content I like so that. like hey this is this chocolate wine this is um what was the word you used for the chocolate wine oh essential central yeah, this, this is, is a central chocolate wine yeah. record what do you think yeah yeah so that's i was like good. oh my god like, oh that's disgusting yeah <laughs> content right there <laughs> yeah that's and funny. it doesn't get any more like real than that that's a good word man yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to use that I yeah little it. things like it's uh, even like uh group photos at the end you're getting mm-hmm. that like everyone's smiling laughing yeah pictures, yeah try to get some photos leveraging you know? that to the next group exactly yeah um I, I told one of my one of my students you know she's in high school I was like, you could come and take some photos because i'm bad at it you know i'll give you 20 bucks you show up and you just take some photos she's yeah like, yeah she's happy to do a couple hours you know yeah uh, yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not great with the social media but i'm, I'm getting better at it um and i'm also um also just i'm okay with it not being perfect i'm believing I'll, I'll i'll get better as i get reps absolutely yeah you know? absolutely it's yeah it's just it's just practice yeah. and it's just like you're learning hey i can document this this and this mm-hmm. i never thought about this or yeah yeah no, yeah that's, that's watching good. other people and i'll have the patience to put something together for 30 straight minutes you know for, for mm. that's a 10 second like loop or whatever whatever it is yeah um, as far as you mentioned before we started as far as having an addiction with alcohol mm-hmm. and now working in the industry yeah how does that how's that going yeah. how have you separated that and kept that separated yeah so a lot and of do it, you drink when you're at, oh yeah okay so you do have like yeah. drink with them yeah I, I drink um uh if, if i haven't tasted the wines before you know if i really like them i pour myself and most of the time the servings that i pour at these events are like three ounces tops well you haven't so many you couldn't have too much yeah exactly yeah. so you know so if we're doing five wines and you know i, I do three ounces per person no okay matter how many people are there um that and that's that's the max because after two hours now you've had three glasses of wine yeah you know it's okay. reasonable um so yeah you know so I'll, I'll pour myself a splash um you know I've, i i believe i'm able to, to to do this job and 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 it's just because of my foundation and my faith and and, and through grace and stuff and there's there's a verse in the bible that says you know whether you, uh, whatever whatever you do whether you eat uh, it says whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do it to the glory of god Right. So I'm, I really took that to heart. I said, all right, as long as I can continue to do this to, to, to the glory of God. And I know that like I'm knowing my limits. If I start to feel buzzed, I usually stop drinking. OK. You know, so I have the ability. Yeah. And, and the self-control was that. Is that hard to do? Um, like just when you do start to feel it, like, like, hey, this is enough. No, I, I think I've really grown in my self-control in the last couple of years, um, you know, because I was sober for over a year before I even got back into it. 
and then you know i'm like all right just one drink when we go out and stuff like that so okay. you know i'm not i'm not compromising um everything that i'm that i'm doing but uh i'm, I'm capable of stopping and i wasn't able to do that before interesting you know so so really just just growing in my self-control and that that spills over into in, into eating and everything else you know so absolutely right yeah, it's, it's it's either all or none yeah so if, everything's if you, good yeah if, if you have to start you know if you struggle with 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 an addiction uh it it, it begins with self-control or, or part of it is self-control anyway so start somewhere where it's it's not a problem like eating you know mm. start start self start growing in self-control in the way in the way that you eat you know in the way that you talk or whatever it is um and then that that'll, that'll spill over because it, it you know becomes a habit okay yeah is there any um anyone ever got like too drunk or done anything silly or, no, you, or you keep it under control. Um, I, I, I usually keep it under control. Somebody's I, grabbing wine from the kitchen and and adding to the pot. <laughs> yeah, right. No, um, uh, I I I try to um, facilitate the best that I can. Most of the time, you know, people don't. Most of the time, they don't get up unless it's to go to the bathroom, right? Okay. And, uh, um, unless they're having a party, we're walking around. But I, I keep it in a in a semi controlled environment uh, because it's not it's not open bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, I've I've served cocktails uh, oh, at some you? of my events. Yeah, so you know, I'm like trying to trying to level up in mix, mixology and stuff. Uh, so I'll serve a cocktail in the beginning, uh, and I have had one one instance where uh, uh, one of the guys was just like. Oh, can I have another one? I said, no, we're past that part of the party already. So we're, gotcha. we're here now. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I think you just say that in a kind way. Like, no, flow of service, is, you know, this, that's that's back there. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. And that's, what's, uh, as far as coming into a new business, what's some of the mistakes you've made? Like, things that you're like, hey, I could have should have done this, could have done this, but... Uh, like, we talk about mistakes being essential. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not having a not really a business model, but, but not, not having a, a clear price uh, or, or a, clear, a clear pricing model. Okay. Something I struggled with. Um, you know, I, you I, mean when you get a call and inquiry, being able to like quote a price over the phone? Uh, yeah. Or yeah. just how to quote it in general? Uh, no, I, like just, just, just being, be, being firm in that price and, okay. and, uh, and, and, and making sure it's clear and not, excuse me, not, not, um, not wavering in it you know so it's like mm. I, I are think, people negotiating with you you mean oh i negotiate but you know okay. it, it has to make sense for me because you know it's a lot of time that goes into in, in, into these things and i'm willing to fit any budget right um okay so you will cater around budgets and things yeah yeah okay. of course yeah. within within reason yeah and i okay. mean it's not like a thousand dollars and i'll serve you but you know, i mean somebody yeah. wants wants to spend 300 bucks on a party we'll find a way to do that where i get okay. paid and you get quality you so know? you don't just have set packages you yeah. will also do you have set packages and you'll cater yeah so um because i mean so it's since, probably different right different people yeah. different locations so since my wife does the charcuterie um she she charges um you know 15 to 20 bucks a person um and that includes food cost and her okay. labor okay so she gets paid and the food gets purchased so with, that's a way of that measuring that way cost. okay yeah. uh for me um my 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 uh, pricing model is a fifteen percent uh, per person charges fifteen percent of the total wine budget. So if you want a hundred dollars, you want to spend a hundred dollars on wine, it's fifteen dollars per person to serve whatever wine okay. I, I purchase. Gotcha. So, so it can be expensive or cheap depending on how big your party is and how much you want to spend. But you figured out a system how to how to adapt it. Yeah, and it's proportionate because if somebody wants to spend a thousand dollars on wine, they they probably have one hundred and fifty bucks a person for me to serve them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Did it take you a while to figure that out? It did. Yeah. I, bet I just it came did. up with that like a few weeks ago. You know, I'm like, gotcha. all right, it's, it makes sense. It's proportionate and it's reasonable. 
Mm. Is there a, is there a business you look up to in Vegas or even around the world somewhere that does this for longer and better than you that you're striving to be towards? No. Um, or was this something you just came up with yourself? Like where'd the inspiration come from? You know, there's there's a lot of wine bars, tasting rooms out there, and and, and stuff like that. But um, I haven't I haven't met anybody or come across anybody yet uh, that that uh that offers something like i offer okay you know there's a lot of wine people out there and they'll 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 host tastings or they'll host there's wine dinners everywhere you go to a wine dinner wherever you want um and there's wine bars and there's tasting rooms but uh i mean i I really i i want to create a space where where people who um who aren't into it yet um, or, or don't think they could be into it at all to, to come and, and feel welcomed and feel invited. And I really just believe wine is for everyone. So I'm more focused on um, on on the experience as opposed to, um, you know, selling the wine or even, or even just pairing it with the food. I think it's okay. great to pair it with food. But I, um, I just want to uh, usher people in and through the world of wine um, until they don't need me anymore. Are you able to upsell any bottles of wine afterwards? Um, so if yeah, someone likes it. I I just started um, selling wine with a with a, um, a a wine collection called the the, the Jean Charles Bosset collection. So they have about twenty five wineries uh, between California and France. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start using those wines in in my tasting, so okay. they'll be available for purchase. And then can you can you sell them afterwards or something? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So all, that's a great upsell. Yeah, it's all e commerce, you know. But up until then, uh, or up up until now. I haven't, um, I've just been getting my wine from, you know, from Total Wine or wherever else, like, you know, they, they sell the Do you wine get it on a work. discount or anything because of what At you work, do? yeah. yeah okay. I, used to, I used to get a good discount, so, you know, okay. it, was, it was helpful. What, uh, going along in the future, do you worry about burnout? You just, the whole business being revolved around you? Um, are you looking to train other people to, to, so you can run two parties at the same time? Mm-hmm. Like, where, where are you going in the future? Um, you know, I, I always uh, always told my wife whatever pace we set, it needs to be manageable and scalable. So, you know, I mean, if, if we uh, ultimately, ultimately, excuse me, I want to own I want to own a wine bar, a tasting room or something okay. know, like like a, a, just a brick and mortar space to host these events and, you know, run them all week or, or okay. uh, and, and sell wine out of them if I can or whatever the case is. Uh, but but, you know, if 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 we do three three parties a week four parties a week or something um and take a weekend off i'd, I'd be happy with that okay so, yeah so you're not necessarily trying to create this like millions of dollar empire you just no. like what you do and yeah i love what i do you're, you're long know. you're long for the ride yeah exactly gotcha. with, with, with the Boise collection you know i have have the ability to, to to like get get people on my team and, and help them sell wine too and, and all that stuff however they do it uh but you know i i, I think as far as um like teaching people to host my parties it's uh um I'd be open to it, but you know, it's it's one of those things. It's oh, oh man, it's, it's you kind of have to. It's that next level in the business. Yeah, that? yeah, exactly. And you may so, not even want to go there. Yeah, yeah, well, probably not. You know, I, I I think if I if I have a wine bar and and you know having people serve there, that's that that's different than uh, yeah, than, yeah. Than, you know, feel, uh, curating the experience because that's what that's what this is all about anyway. So. And I guess um, every party you got different wines, you have different conversations. Yeah. If it was the same wine every time, you'd be having the exact same conversation. Yeah, exactly. Which, no matter how passionate you are, eventually that's got to get stagnant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then, what's it like uh, working for yourself now? Like, you enjoying the freedom? You like the flexibility? 
Um, is the stress killing you? No, I do like the flexibility. Um, I don't. Uh, I used to. I used to worry a lot, and I used to plan a lot. But you know, I I, I, I still plan, but I'm not like changing my plans constantly. Um, I think uh, I, I'm just. I'm just really, really growing in, in time management. You know, when I'm when I'm uh, when I'm tired, I'm tired. You know, and 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 that's it. As, as long as I can, I can remain productive. You know, I don't, I don't uh, tell myself I have to work for two and three or even studying. I don't have to study for two or three hours. I got my flashcards and I'm working on my third cert now. And after, after I start getting lazy, I'm just like, all right, I'm put them down and walk off. You know, yeah, yeah, do yeah. something else. And, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I like the flexibility that, 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 that it offers. Um, I'm not super worried about burnout. Just, you know, I want to manage my time, manage the pace and, and uh, be willing to say no. I like the fact that you're not necessarily trying to make this massive business. Yeah. You're okay if you just make. Have you got a, a financial goal you're trying to like? Obviously, I don't need to know it, but I mean, have you got something financially trying to hit where you can maintain that? That's kind of where you want to be, um, or you just hey, we'll see where this goes and run with it. Yeah, you know, I I think I was reading a book and um, they said that people don't get happier. Uh, like 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 the the the, the number for happiness is uh like about seventy thousand yeah I know seventy thousand dollars after seventy thousand dollars there's no significant difference yeah there's no yeah. significant difference in the amount of happiness you know and i'm like okay seventy thousand like that's it's not bad you mm. know and i got the baby um i think we, we really just want to build for the future you know we, we want to save and, and whether that's in iras or anything else like where we we want to be financially free later on down the line i mean if i can if, if i can have an account that that, that grows in interest you know, and have a couple million in there by the time I'm 50 or, or something. Yeah. And just live off the interest, you know, then I'll be happy with that. I know the exact quote you're talking about. The same, like, anything up to 70 grand is a significant difference in your yeah. life. And once you hit over 70 or 75, it's not really any major difference. No, there's not, you know. Besides the extra stress and that come with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what the top strange. 1% make in this country? How much money per year? Don't. Four hundred thousand. Really? To be in the top one percent. Wow. So I, I, from my experience, I always thought to be in the top one percent, you got to make ten million, hundred million dollars. It's yeah. actually only four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And I know it doesn't seem like a lot of money, but if you make four hundred thousand dollars every year, mm -hmm. that adds up pretty quickly. Oh yeah, absolutely. You have a hard time spending that amount of money. Yeah. No matter how many toys or stupid mistakes you make. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and there's um, uh, I have I have in my phone like like a, a list of businesses, and and I it, it all comes down to execution. So I would I would share any of my business ideas with anybody because I don't mm. believe I'm in competition with anyone but myself. A lot of people hold it t uh, close to the chest, don't they? Why 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 would mm. I do that? Because you know you, you still have to go out there and follow through. So <laughs> Gary Vee talks about it all the time, doesn't yeah, he? He goes yeah, exactly. like he goes I can I can say this amazing business idea, but nine nine point nine percent of you aren't going to take action on it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You're gonna be like, oh, that's great. Yeah, I want to. I want to create a Vivino for spirits. You know, what, what's that? Vivino is this app that a lot of people use to like scan a wine bottle. Okay, and you can see real life reviews from you know everyday people. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, so it's it's a it's on a five star scale, and you can write a comment, leave your review, say what you think about the wine. Do so you like to make your own app of that? Yeah, but 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 with, with spirits instead, because there's nothing. Oh, okay, there's nothing out there. No, not really. Really, there's 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 one called Distill, but it's more more teaching you about about the brand okay so i want to make something that's more consumer related like a public yeah because people gotcha. come in you know you go to a store if you don't want to talk to anybody about uh, about what's on the shelf you know where there's nobody there that knows about tequila 
just scan whatever tequila you think looks interesting and then see what a hundred hundred or a thousand people say about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, if it's any actually, I mean, any like, good. Because, yeah. yeah, the packaging is one thing, but what does it actually taste like? Exactly. So, you know, I, I want to create one of those. That's interesting. Ha- have a fleet of cars for Turo. I mean, I'd get an ice cream truck and just pull up the parks, you know, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. summer. So. I like it. A bunch it. of stuff. I like it. I like it. Um, cool. Thank you so much Thank for today. Man. That was yeah, a pleasure. Um, good luck with everything. Thank you. I love what you're doing. And um, 